Hello and welcome to the Pretty Little Liars podcast on Time Trial Murder Mystery. I am Benjamin Light. Mm-hmm. Marco Sparks is with me today. And we're talking about S1E16 of Pretty Little Liars entitled Je suis une amie. We are going to talk the shit out of this episode. Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes. This is uh, just the Spencerest of Spencer episodes. Yeah. Like... Je- the character you, you've been dealing with for the past, you know, 15 episodes on, and now Spencer as amongst mm-hmm. us. <sighs> All right. So, uh, episode starts out with this kind of like weird slow motion shot of, uh, Toby's mailbox, the Kavanaugh mailbox, and then the like ominous, some, ominous shot of that wooden mailbox. Somebody, uh, comes by and will wax it with a baseball bat, the old mailbox baseball. Um, I don't know why, but when I watched this for the first time, I thought to myself, I wonder if Spencer hit the mailbox. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I won't put anything past her. Like, is that, was she just doing that to set herself up to, you know, gain sympathy later? I don't know. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. The psychology mm-hmm. of Spencer and your first viewing of the show. What was it like the stuff at the end of the previous episode? Is that really would inform that or? At what point did well, you, I mean, did you, you mean form it, this, you mean it, this impression? Well, so I, I assumed Spencer was a killer from like literally the first minute that I watched the show. Okay. Because she's the one who comes back when they wake up. She was already awake when the others wake up. She comes back yeah, into the bar and says, Allie's gone. I thought I heard a scream. And I just thought immediately I was like, boom, she's a killer. Uh, and so I've always suspected her. Uh, and I've always thought she was insane. Yeah. So... I just just like the way I watch the show, I assume that she's either like disassociative or like is like very very like uh, clever and in, in planning things out to her advantage, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe both. But basically, it was just it was just one of those hunches that you couldn't shake. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, and then last week's episode where we find out that she, it was her in the photo, you know, and like and like A is like poking at her now over this, you know. And, like, now she's, like, you know, she's totally gaslighted. Like, she's questioning her her own sanity now, um, which is where you want Spencer to be. Because Spencer is the one who's the most sure about everything. And if you can, if you can, you know, get uh, uncertainty into her, then you're in the right place as a... This is true. This is true. Uh... Oh, Spencer. So, um, we don't really have like an opening scene, so I just want to start in on various characters. Well, no, it's, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of an extended opening. I, I unfortunately, my notes go through the opening, which kind of bounces through all the characters, and then I started with the character by character afterwards. So we can kind of. All right. Well, I just want to point out for most of this episode, it's Spencer and Emily have scenes together, and Ari and Hannah have episodes yeah, together. Yeah. This yeah. was probably the episode where I started developing that theory. Because I didn't, I didn't have that theory immediately, that the, they're the same person theory, but that came along eventually. But it kind of feels weird, because you really haven't gotten these characters paired together like this before that. Like, well, they're paired uh, together like constantly, not of, just like in one scene, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've gotten a lot of like Ari and Spencer together, mm-hmm. you know? And this is the first time, like for example, Ari refers to Hannah as her best friend. Which, I mean, first of all, Hannah, that's uh, quite an honor. Yeah. Arya Montgomery proclaims that you're her best friend. Like, you take that shit and run with it. Um, yeah, so anyways, after after that slow motion ominous shot of Toby Cavanaugh's wooden mailbox being smashed to pieces, 
uh, we end up in Arya's bedroom mm-hmm. where she's actually dressed like a normal cute high school girl in her floral dress. Uh, doesn't she have like fishnet stockings and boots on in this scene? I don't think she has fishnet stockings. She, she's bare-legged, but she has big-ass boots. The secret word to this episode is boots. Yeah. All the girls have boots. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Troy and Belisario loves boots. So I'm just going to throw that boots. out there. Yeah. Uh, later on, Arya wears these giant golden leaf earrings. Mm-hmm. That Again, I swear to God, they just get larger of each scene. <laughs> it's like a naked gun thing or something, you know? Or yeah. like every time they cut back to it, they're even bigger. <laughs> Or somehow Lucy Hale's gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Ari, it's like the the morning at school or morning before school, and uh, Byron's getting ready to leave, and Arya's getting ready to leave, and uh, Byron's going to be gone later, so it's just going to be Arya and her little brother Mike, and and Byron informs Arya that Mike wants to order in from Sausage Heaven again, to which I just wrote down, <laughs> "Gay." I'm curious of the Sausage Heaven restaurant, like the closest thing they have to a vegetable is the uh, paper plates. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I enjoy sausage now and then. Drink. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I don't, I don't think we have any like sausage heaven places where I live. You know, like it's a place like. And I feel like this isn't the first time we've heard about sausage heaven. Uh, <laughs> Mikey seems like he's really into this place. I'm sure Sean eats there a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so but Byron won't be on later around later because he's got a thing. I'm trying. Is this where he lies and says it's a faculty thing, or is that later? It's a faculty thing, and there's going like, to be dinner. At some point, Arya's got to be like, you know what? I already caught you cheating once. You know, like you're completely full of shit with all these faculty dinners you have to go to every night. Yeah. Like, what are they? They probably do this like once a semester. You know. Well, at some point, Arya needs to take her father inside and be like, look, there can only be one really bad liar in this family, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be me. <laughs> um, yeah, so she needs the money for the dance-a-thon and the pledges, and so Byron says, well, you know, it's in my jacket in the hallway. So she goes in, and she finds her mother's ticket to the museum from the previous episode. Which just confuses the shit out of her. Yeah. And she yeah. tries to ask Byron about it, and he's like, uh, that was your mom's. And Arya's like, so did she go to it? And he's like, yeah. Well, I don't know. Ask your mom. You know? yeah, Leave yeah. me alone. He starts <laughs> telling her the truth and then doesn't realize in the middle of it that he needs to be lying. So he switches it into a lie. And then he says the phrase that Byron has probably said a lot in his career as a father. You should really just talk to your mom about that. Yeah. Well, that's the right move because he doesn't want to get caught contradicting what the mom's going to say. Right. You know? Right. Right. Takes well, notes, sorry. He's already aware of it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to Spencer and Emily in Emily's room. Yeah, Spencer's staring at that broken mailbox, and she's she's now fascinated with Toby because Toby's out there like picking up the scraps. Yeah, he's, and he's constantly cleaning up the new acts of vandalism to his home. Mm-hmm. And now, basically, now Spencer can sympathize with Toby because she knows what it feels like to to have somebody else setting her up. Um, and she apologizes to Emily for not believing her about Toby, and Emily's like, "Well, you should apologize to Toby." Well, to which Spencer's like, "Yuck." <laughs> Yeah, the the whole thing is that she doesn't really want to have to apologize or admit to anyone that she's wrong. But I love that there's a certain inflection, though, when Emily's just like, I don't think you want to bring up this Toby situation with me. And Spencer's just like, Emily, we're not on different sides anymore. Yeah. She's not fighting. I want to point out, Spencer's rocking, like, the raccoon eyes. Uh, in both this episode and in the past episode, like, this is, like, the, 
the raccoon eyes of like Spencer's, uh, you know, fragmenting mental state, pretty much. All right, so we were talking a little bit in the after dark last night about Troy and Belisario on her Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the line that she has in the one photo? Uh, something about the worse uh, uh, Spencer looks, the better I look, or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. As much as I'm just utterly fascinated by Arya, like I feel like of the actresses on this show, I'd really like to go hang out with Troy and Belisario. Definitely, yeah. Um, followed by Janelle Parrish. So, yeah, Spencer and Emily, again, interesting pairing. It's those two for basically, basically the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of, you know, make up, but not really. It wasn't like they're really fighting, but like Spencer, Spencer is capable of acknowledging her own uh, fallibility with conditions. Um, with conditions. But now she's curious about this Toby guy. Yeah. He's like a new book that she needs to read. So uh, then we cut to Hannah and Arya. They're in line at like the coffee cart at the school. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a huge line because the vending machines are on lockdown because somebody, somebody's been breaking into them after hours. And there's been signs that somebody's been breaking out of the school at night. So I want to point out that Hannah actually asks Arya about her boots. She says, are those new? And uh, Arya looks down and like kind of shrugs and says, ish. Yeah, yeah boots yeah um so aria wants to talk about the ticket thing right there aria really wants to talk about ezra some more you know in line where everyone could hear her yeah well she she is not willing to let this uh ticket thing go she isn't willing to accept that she got lucky like she it's like aria doesn't believe in luck you know like she needs to know like this is the you know the most important thing to her is like what's going on why is it that my mom might have been at this event where I was on a date with my teacher and no one's saying anything about it? What's What's frustrating about it to me is that, like, there's a certain level of just, like, uh, paranoia, like, healthy paranoia that Arya is developing now that she should have had all along. Yeah, yeah, really. And it's, it, her and Ezra both have seemingly suspended the fact that they should be terrified of being caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, also in the scene... Hannah sees uh, Caleb just hanging around being sketchy, so she walks over to him. She does that thing where she kicks his shoe to get his attention. And yeah. so I just wrote down, they're going to bone. Yeah. Yeah. Serious vibes. Yeah. She says, so, you know, don't bring up the, the thing with uh, Mrs. Montgomery's car. Don't talk about it. Don't blog about it. Don't tweet about it. Mm-hmm. And so Caleb says, well, you owe me, and I'm going to call in that favor. Uh,. Well, actually, I don't know. Do you want to split us split up into uh, groups now, or uh, well, I, just uh, we'll get to the just the end of the opening here. Um, first of all, Caleb and and Hannah, Tracy and Hepburn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll get to that what, what he owes her. But then, so as soon as is Caleb departs, A texts Hannah because of course A is going to text Hannah because of mm-hmm. course A knows everything. And I was so glad that finally sitting there like the little open area quad area at school. Hannah starts to look around at all of the students that have phones in their hand. This episode had a lot of that, yeah, them looking around to see who has a phone. Because, but, finally. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's like fruitless, though, because everybody's holding a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, and that, that's what makes the scene even better. But, you know, finally. It's like, finally, you start to think, like, A could be standing right next to me. And I <laughs> but I love that the shot then ends of Arya standing in line, staring at the ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then she just kind of gives this kind of like innocent wave to Hannah. And Hannah does that kind of thing where she just stares ahead. Yeah. And, and like the Atex basically says, uh, Caleb might not tell, but that doesn't mean I won't or something to that effect. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Which and it's but like you have to like where the hell is they like getting their information from? They have to be watching you right now. It's basically that scene from Scream Two. Which scene? The Randy. Oh, the, the Randy Fuck one. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's even um, more people. I mean, you can have yeah. a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun. I, mean, I, I think I'm going to assume that, like, sure. A, like, can, like, text from their pocket, you know, if they need to. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, like, departed, that was, uh, so. Did you ever see the Catfish movie? No. That's the thing in that, is mm-hmm. the, the woman manages to text the guy in her pocket while playing with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, now we will dive into where we should be all along is Aria. Yeah, well, I mean, basically Arya's whole plotline here is uh, using her, her gumshoe to track down that ticket. Like, for once, Arya gives a shit, but it's only about her, you know? Her and her parents, yeah. 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 Um. So, yeah, after the opening, Arya's walking through the hallways, and she runs into her mom. I, just, I love this exchange. The mom is like, oh, your ears must have been burning. And I'm thinking Arya's just like, mm-hmm. yes, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the mom's just like, I was just talking to the principal about you and Mr. Fitz. And Arya's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, we wanted to like send your class to like some Fitzgerald thing or something, you know? Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah. Which seems like just a tremendous waste of money. Yeah. Well, and then Arya just interrogates her mom about the ticket and whether or not her mom went, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I believe this is where the mom's like, well, you know, I like I went out for dinner instead. I didn't actually go in. And Arya's like, with who? Dad. The mom lies. Yeah, just a friend. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, though, that the whole time that they're talking, Arya's kind of fidgeting with her phone. Mm-hmm. And she has her phone in her hand. She's just kind of playing around with it, which I thought was interesting because she was the only person not playing with her phone in that previous scene. That's because Arya's A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Arya's playing detective. And she, I think she's both, like, bemused by and, like, really does not like her mom lying to her. Yeah. Well, it's because they're like, Arya, like, is, I think, the most, like, respectful of authority in some ways, even mm-hmm. though she's doing her teacher. Um, <laughs> like, the idea that, like, her parents would lie to her is like, what? You know? Like, how dare well, they? Again, we're not, it's not conclusive, but Arya may have the master bedroom in the house. <laughs> yeah, really. That bedroom's pretty so, big. There's a, there's a power dynamic in the usual nuclear family situation here, though. It's nebulous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that I say nebulous a lot in these things, and you say gaslight a lot. Well, I'm a big fan of gaslighting, which is what uh, Apparently, show. I'm a. This show's all about gaslighting, though. So social in, nebulous. Yeah, in um, my defense, the show's about <laughs> gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. Aria, yeah, again, Aria would not shut the fuck up about the museum mystery. Um, and Hannah does not want to hear about it. Yeah, so back at, uh, back at Aria's place, hanging out in her giant ass room, um, Aria's like completely spying now. Like, she's not subtle about it at all. Like, she hears Byron talking on the phone outside and he says, like, I can find you in the dark, whoever he's talking to. And Aria, I've done it before. He says, she like, immediately after he hangs up the phone, she like rips the door open and is like, hey, who are you talking to? Guess you're not going to that dinner tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah. A lot of weird, like, uh, pint sized nervous energy. Mm hmm. And the dad's like, right, I'm going to a faculty dinner. Wait, you know. <laughs> He's just like, here's the thing, Arya. I don't want to lie to you. And then he just walks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as soon as he's gone, uh, Arya is just like, come on, Hannah, we've got to follow him. And Hannah's like, what the fuck is going on here? Is this a normal thing in your family? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they follow him and 
they uh, arrive at the school. Byron goes into the school. High school, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which just seems very sketchy to Arya. And I love that there's this one line where, uh, Arya's like just shocked that like the dad lied about where he's going. And Hannah's like, people lie, Arya. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Duh, Arya. Yeah. It's the name of the show. Um, yeah. So Arya, Arya is like dialed into the somehow. Like, Ella is more involved with this Byron mystery than possible, so she calls well, her mom. Well, it's as though Arya already knows what the situation is, yeah. but, like, she needs she needs confirmation, you know? Like, she yeah. she already suspects. Yeah, she'd really like to catch them, if that's if all possible. Um, so she yeah, calls so she... Ella, and Ella, like, lies badly about where she is. At home, yeah. So then they have to go sneak into the school. And spy on Byron and Ella. No, no, they don't. They don't sneak in. Arya storms. Yeah. Into well, the they're they're hiding though. And what at first though, she's just stampeding into the school. I mean, she is right back to full on. We need to talk, Arya, from mm-hmm. like two episodes ago. And then yeah, once they get inside and it's dark, they start uh, developing some sneak and some guile. So we see Byron and Ella are there making out and joking about how they feel like they're in high school, having to sneak getting- around. Two, two grown-ass people getting frisky in the high school library. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Arya and Hannah see it, and Arya's just shocked because her parents are having an affair with each other. Lucy Hale gets the utter the wonderful line of, oh, my God, my parents are having an affair with each other. Mm-hmm. So the parents cut out, and then they're about to leave, and then, uh, well, I don't know, you want to say this for the Hannah part? or Uh. We'll just say that uh, there's some spookiness in the library and the girls get chased by somebody in a hoodie. Yeah. That's really all there is for Arya, except for the end, which we should probably wait on. Well, I guess I have a... Well... Let's just circle back to Hannah. There honestly isn't much going on with Hannah in this episode that we haven't already covered. Uh, Hannah mostly just feels guilty about having to lie to Arya, and Arya isn't willing to let the coincidence drop, which is just making Hannah feel more guilty. Yeah, yeah. Just remind me because I, I have some more Arya notes that we'll get into yeah. after the. After well, we can just we can just get to them together here because there really isn't much before this point in the story that Hannah enters into at all. Uh, mostly, Caleb just needs Hannah to vouch for him to new customers because um, he Caleb he, he he's gonna call in his favor because some guys like welched on him, and Hannah says, well, "What do you want me to do? Bust their kneecaps?" <laughs> <laughs> and, so, I love that she goes there. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, I just need some new customers. So he needs her to, uh, like, basically, we'll like, be them. his. She's going to be his date as though you bring a date to a swim meet, you know. But she's going to, you know, give him some cover to uh, talk to the kind of people who would normally talk to him so he can find some new customers. Yeah, she's going to legitimize him. Mm-hmm. Um, so then later, you have, that, of course, that scene in Arya's bedroom where the dad's being fishy and Arya won't shut up about the museum mystery shit. And Hannah says, don't look a gift card in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they're in the library there after uh, Byron and Ella have departed, Hannah discovers that somebody has been living in the vents in the school. Yeah, and, and they she- open up the vent and find some clothes and like a bag full of cell phones and cash. Yeah. So Hannah thinks that she's found A's lair. Yeah, she's wrong. But Arya doesn't want to investigate that she wants to get going she wants to follow byron and ella 
Yeah, that's more important, it's, Arya. I think it's interesting that she doesn't like like Hannah's like this might be A's lair because Hannah has a pretty good reasoning mm-hmm. that obviously like like A knows a lot about them through high school stuff. This is probably where A's been hiding so, out. Somebody could be hiding in the wall, spying. They've got a bunch of phones. They've got some cash. Like that adds up, you know. I mean, it could very well be the leftover cash that she stole from Hannah's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Arya's just like, no, we got it. Yeah. So yeah, so Hannah um, takes the cash for pain and suffering. She says. Because she has tire marks on her cleavage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get chased. Yeah, somebody's been following, or somebody's been spying on them. Some spookiness, the lights cut out. Uh, this person in the hoodie catches up, because of course all the doors the, to the high school are locked. Mm-hmm. Don't know how Byron Ellie got out, but all the doors of the high school are locked. So Hannah maces with hairspray. The person is following them, and it is... Caleb. Of course it's Caleb. Yeah. Light hold hairspray, she says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she tells him when he's like talking about how he's been maced in the face. She's like, "Calm down. It was hairspray. Light hold." Mm-hmm. Basically, um, he's uh, he's living there because it's like foster parents suck. Uh, so he's just gonna live in the walls at school. Um, he sleeps on the principal's couch. And at this point, he just basically becomes like a puppy to Hannah. You know? Yeah. Um, I love I love Arya's like line reading of you know you can't live here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. uh, the next next scene with both Arya and Hannah, I guess we can just do them together. Uh, yeah. There's a swim meet where Hannah basically like introduces Caleb to a few people and is like, "Oh, that chick's drunk. Get her drunk, and you can sell her stuff." And like Bridget Wu, total party girl. Bring her a bottle, something strong, and she's your best friend. Yeah. And there's another chick who's like into like you know like bitching about the man and stuff like that. And so Jesus sandals and her grandfather invented the stapler. And so she's trading this information for inform- information about Caleb, which is basically like he's he's from a lot of different cities. He uh, won't talk about his real parents, but he's had lots of foster parents and lots of social workers who barely remember his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is uh, this is like poor doing it right, you know, not uh, not like Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything about Caleb is more interesting than Tennis Bro. Yeah. So eventually, Arya just gets a text that's like, uh, almost got you, like, uh, ask Hannah how, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, it's, they're at the swim meet. Emily's, you know, they're there to support their friend Emily, which I think this is the first time that the girls have really gone to support one another something mm-hmm. at school. Um, one of my favorite Hannah moments is Hannah, there's, people are swimming and she just yells, go Emily! <laughs> and then Spencer has to correct her that Emily's not even swimming yet. You can see her, like, right there. Do you notice that they're all holding little shark-stuffed animals? Yeah, go sharks. So, uh, after that's over, Arya gets a text from A saying, Ask Hannah how I almost busted you. And Arya treats it like, Huh, can you believe this A trying to lie to us and split and us apart? It drives me nuts because A's got a pretty good, pretty great track record of yeah. being right. <laughs> and Hannah's like, well, no... A is actually right. Like she has something really hardcore on my mom, and Arya's like a complete bitch about this. She won't listen to Han at all. She's just like, "Fuck you! How dare you? Can't believe you'd do this to me." You know, we're not Arya's friends anymore. Tremendously high and mighty. Yeah. Well, it's like they all should know by now that A's got leverage on them. Like, I don't know. Like, if anything, they should just like work out some sort of code, you know, so that they can well, let each other know when they're being like manipulated. But like well, yeah, yeah, Arya should be a little more understanding here, you know. Well, because Arya even says there's nothing that A could do to her that would make her turn on Hannah. Really? 
Really, Arya? Was what if she threatened your mom, Arya? Yeah, or your fucking high school teacher boyfriend, who's mm. not in this episode at all. No, he isn't. No. Um. So Arya's total bitch. Hannah's, you know, runs away crying. Uh, Caleb finds that like his stuff is in the trash because somebody found it in the vents, and so <laughs> he's gonna have to find a new place to crash. And so Hannah adopts him like a puppy and says he can sleep in her basement. Yeah, she's an uh, old couch in her basement, and that her mom will never know. Uh, cut to Arya furiously writing in her feelings journal. I love that. I love that we both literally use the word furiously. That's the only way to describe writing. it. Yeah. She is just writing hard, She's writing, 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 scratching something out, writing it again. You know, yeah. Yeah. that is one intense feelings journal. Yeah. Um, and then Hannah tr- keeps trying to call her. Arya's ignoring the calls. Hannah's like sitting on the f- the stairs crying. It's like Caleb asks about like, taking a well, shower and. It's it's funny because like she looks over, she sees that Hannah's, you know, like calling her during this like musical montage. She ignores the call. And then if somehow, if possible, she writes harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a bitch, are you? So Hannah's feeling super shitty and crying and Caleb's gonna go take a shower, but then instead he decides to just like sit next to Hannah because well, he's, he's a good bro, you know. He's trying to make some sexy banner about the towels. Mm-hmm. Are these like visitor towels? Are they like any, for anybody towels? I don't have to use your towels at all. I can just kind of shake dry. Um, I was kind of curious because like the whole purpose is that he's sleeping in the basement. So Ash will never know what the fuck is he doing in the house? Taking a shower. He's got to take a shower now and then. Hannah, I'm still, like, Hannah needs curious. her puppy clean. You know, I'm still kind of curious. The dog metaphor is apt for this episode, mm-hmm. but I'm still kind of curious, like how he was bathing himself. In the high school, like just like oh, yeah, horse the, the high school has showers, I assume, but uh, you know, yeah. But so Hannah's worried that Arya would never speak to her again, which I like Arya just fine, but maybe that <laughs> wouldn't be such a bad thing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Han- Caleb decides to just sit there and listen to Hannah cry because Caleb knows what's up. I-, I hope you're taking notes, Lucas. I mean, nope, Lucas is yeah. an idiot. And uh, is that all the stuff with Haria? I believe it is. Yeah, Most of the stuff this week is uh, Spencer Emily. So it's pretty much like almost self-contained Arya Hannah scenes. Like they barely have any scenes with the other liars. Uh, do they? Well, yeah, I guess they see each other just at the swim meet for a mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Um. So Emily and Paige are tied in the swimming like their times. Oh noes. Oh, I, I, I do want to point out, speaking of dog metaphors, that in the one scene where they do talk to Spencer at the swim meet, Spencer's like, or I think it's Arya's like, why are you hanging out with this douche, you know, Caleb? And Sp- Spencer's, what did she say? Something like, uh. She's like, I like, uh, I like stray dogs too, but sometimes they bite. Yeah. And Hannah says, well, he's had his shots. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's circle back. Let's just see Spencer and Emily together. Can you do them together? Uh, I don't know. I have. Well, let's I have, do Emily separately then. Emily's because yeah, I think Emily's Emily's pretty self contained. Um, Emily's is just some with Etheridge song, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Seriously, like just that and like swim porn. So just, yeah. Emily and Paige like tie for their time, so they have they're gonna have to have a swim off to determine who gets to be the anchor. You know, of course, Paige has to get up in Emily's face again about how. You know, like, this is, this is hers and blah, blah, blah. Uh, good scene. I think it's the next scene where Emily's talking to Spencer and Emily's yes. like, well, I, I think Paige just wants it more. And Spencer, like, stops and turns to Emily and says, Emily, you want it more. 
yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. not, you know, you don't have to feel bad about it. Well, I, I don't think that had anything to do with Emily. I think that was more about Spencer. <laughs> Spencer. Spencer always wants it more. Spencer cannot countenance, like, her other self, like, failing to page. Because Spencer hates Paige. Yeah. Um, Spencer, yeah wants, Emily... Spencer wants what all women want. She just wants it more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Emily's a little bit frustrated with Spencer because Spencer... Excuse me over Spencer for just a moment. Spencer's going to... Uh, volunteer as toby's french tutor mm-hmm. not because she has any kind of desire to help toby not because she feels guilty about being on the anti-toby bag she, she thinks that whoever framed yeah. toby might provide that she can get info from him about whoever framed her mm-hmm. um, and there's a little bit of a vibe of like spencer's gonna be like hey emily i'm, I'm stealing your toby away you know <laughs> like, yeah 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 i mean like emily it's She's, she's frustrated on a variety of levels there, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, there's a wonderful scene of the two of them studying in Emily's room. I say studying. Basically, Spencer's like laying on the on the bed. Let's, let's, let's talk about that in the Spencer's okay. stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think from Emily's perspective, it's like weird-ass Toby was like her thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I listened to that band first. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then Emily gets a text late at night and discovers that Paige has shown up at like her back door in the rain. In the rain, soaking wet, wet, straight out of a Melissa Etheridge song, you know, (laughs) and offers like a weird, like uh, kind of ambiguous apology, and basically says that she hates herself, Mm -hmm. and then like pieces out, you know. It's like I gotta go. Rides off the bike. bike. And then the next morning, you find out that there will be no swim off, and Emily gets to be the anchor because Paige hurt herself falling off her bike, which. I don't know. Like I, I, you see the the injury page gets, and she's got like a little like you know. That's a cover because she goes bruising, bruising cut on her temple. Um, that's not the kind of injury you get when you fall off your bike. No, no, she it's it's a cover. She's just using that as a cover because. Well, where did she get that from? Uh, She's being seriously weird and creepy, so maybe she can't operate the bike. Like to me, that that totally feels like. and I mean, I, to state the obvious here, Paige is a lesbian. It kind of feels like like somebody hit her for like saying that, like maybe her dad or something. That's my read. I don't, I don't think that's like at all nodded to in the text at all. But like that's what it seems like to me is like like somebody hit her. Well, I I, I think you could also put on the table as potentially like some kind of self abuse. Could be like bash your head against a mirror or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, you fall off a bike. You don't magically just hit your temple on the ground and like not hurt anything else. You're like you're gonna have like your wrists and knees are gonna well, yeah, be all reflex scuffed up alone. And... You're gonna have some some damage to your hands or wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Carrie Matheson style. Maybe she just like rammed her head in a mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get some more of the show's patent swim porn. <laughs> They're really getting their money out of uh, all their slow motion swim shots. Um, and was it? Did it seem to you like there was a body double for Emily? I can't tell if there is or not. I mean, I know Shane Mitchell is like a model, um, and she, she and she in is good shape. But well, she's super athletic swimming, too. Like I, I have her on Twitter, and she's always talking about like running and shit like that. It just so. seemed like the person who was doing the swimming suddenly had like seriously defined swimming muscles. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a model doing the swimming, but I think that is her, like up on this the the you know platform or whatever they jump off of. I don't know. Uh, technical yeah, note. Paige is there in the front row, girl crushing hard as she cheers on Emily. Yeah, technical note on all the swing shots. Uh, the show is filmed entirely on red cameras. I think it was one of the first to do so when it started. Um, so presumably all they had to do was like 
get an underwater casing for it, um, and they can do all the slow mo that way. But yeah, Paige is cheering on Emily. Girl crushing pretty hard. Um, Paige claps like a retard. Yeah, well, it's those bangs, I think. Yeah, um, but Paige's whole storyline is kind of. Yeah, well, you know, Maya's gone, so need new love interest. Um, that's about it. Like, I don't think Paige well, actually has another scene with Emily, does she? No, she does. She does. She does? She, okay. They run each other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Things over, and everyone's left. And Paige basically says that she's quit swimming. She's not into it anymore. And Emily shares some like present shit with her about it's you know once you give up trying to compete with other people and just swim for yourself, you'll be so much better. So the two of them go swimming together. More slow mo swim porn. Set the shitty music. Mm-hmm. This, Les- lesbian synchronized swimming. Yeah, yeah. Crazy wet metaphor. Yeah, these this episode has a high quota of bad musical montages. <laughs> There's like five or something in this episode, or maybe even more. Well, uh, it's just all the swimming. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wonder, did they bring somebody in to do those swimming shots, or were they just like, were they just like, they got like the underwater rig, and they're like, this is awesome, can't wait to overuse this, you know? <laughs> we need to write in more swimming sequences mm-hmm. because, because. Well, I mean, there is that that like shot of Emily on like the platform getting ready, like pretty toned body, you know. Definitely does not look like a teenager. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I I mean I I guess it could be Shay Mitchell. And we just haven't seen her flex. I think it is. I I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Then there's then there's Spencer. Spencer, this is the Spencer episode for sure. Yeah, um, this is the beginning. Spencer begins. So Spencer yeah, as Toby's French tutor. Spencer, she's got to recognize at school. She sees that there's a sign up for a French tutor. And Emily is like, well, you know, that's for Toby, right? And so Spencer's like, really? And so she, she takes just like, she tears off one little thing with, you know, one little number tear off thing. And then, uh, Emily's like, why are you doing this? And Spencer's just like, don't worry about it. And then tears off the whole, tears the whole sign down. So like nobody else will be able to be the tutor, which seemingly nobody else was going to do anyway. Yeah. Because like Toby is like pariah number one, um, yeah. But Spencer doesn't feel guilty about this. She just wants to use Toby for info. She's mm-hmm. intrigued. So she goes to see Ian, who's her field hockey coach. Which just the fact that Ian's actually an authority figure at school makes everything so much weirder and like more uncomfortable. Because like he's like he's a former boyfriend, kind of. You know, yeah. like they used to make out. She's his her sister's husband now. But he's also like an authority figure at school, so she can't. The evil he, Ezra. He can still like kind of like pull rank on her, you know. He's like, like she she drops by, and he's like, no, 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 come in and sit down. You know? Come in and like, close the door. Yeah, and she kind of has to because he's like, you know, he's 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 in charge of school, and so she says she wants to take some time off from field hockey to do some tutoring, and he's like, what's this about? You've been total cunt to me for the last like so many weeks, you know, and she's like, he says, you can't avoid me. I live in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, thanks for fucking reminding me. Yeah. But she's like, no, I'm just trying to balance out my, uh, my transcripts or whatever. Uh, he's not buying it. And then Melissa shows up. Of course. And Melissa's like, uh, Hey, what's going on? And he's just like, Oh, your sister's just quitting on uh field, you know, field hockey or whatever. And so then they, like, she gets it, like, from both barrels, uh, from Melissa and Ian on that, when they find out that she's tutoring Toby. Yeah. 
and Spencer's just like, fuck you all. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I, I, I should have written the line down, but uh, I don't know. Do you have the line that Ian says to her that then she throws back? Oh, no, I don't, Sally. Something about how, like, you can't believe anything that guy says, and and Spencer basically says, like, well, you know, there's a lot he of that going on. He doesn't have the corner on line. Yeah, he's, he, doesn't, he hasn't cornered the market on line, like, staring right at Ian. And Melissa's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Spencer, like, it just seemed... It seems like Melissa's obviously picked up on the weird tension with Ian Spencer, but maybe not enough. And mm-hmm. what Ian's doing is he's doing that classic thing where, like, he's trying to, like, oh, Melissa, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. But really, mm-hmm. he's just fanning the flames of pitting these two sisters against each other. Well, what I love about Spencer in this episode is she's either unwilling or incapable of backing down from no, these types no. of arguments. Like, she, she, will will, she will not play it cool and, like, circle back to this later. Like... She, she can't help herself, you know, like, it's going to get addressed, you know, like, like, whatever the awkward thing is that they're not bringing up, she's going to bring it up. Yeah, and she's, wait, she's very much, yeah, she's very strong, she's very stubborn, but she's still very much a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's, like, seemingly terrified half the time to mention it, but she can't help not mention it. That's, that, to me, is what I like about her character, is, like, She's incapable of backing down from situations like that, even when she's scared, you know? Yeah, she's, like, socially incapable. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. well, to a certain extent, like, they're, they're dialing up a certain avenue of Spencer towards an Aria degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spencer goes to Toby's utterly creepy house. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, I love how, like, you never see Jenna thing. It just, yeah. like, it'll just, like, cut to the open window. And it's like, you know, like, oh, Jenna thing is lurking somewhere. She might hear us, you know. Well, like, like a window like, that would like you cut back to that window later, and the window's now closed. It's slammed shut. Yeah, there's footsteps here and there. Yeah, um, Toby won't let her inside, so they have to talk on the porch. He won't let her inside because Jenna's home, mm-hmm. and he can't leave because he's low jacked. So they sit on the porch. Spencer has brought a French translation of the Catcher in the Rye for Toby, which I thought he's was an cute. Asshole. I thought that was cute. And he's like, why would you give this to me? And she's like, it helps to read something you've already read in French. And he doesn't realize, like, why does Spencer know about this? Because she, like, has been watching him for, you know, forever, basically. So she knows that he likes that book because he reads it at the grill. And Toby's face is doing that thing that Toby's face does. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she tries to pump Toby for info about, uh, you know, like, did you see the guy Allison got in the car with? Who could have put that sweater and Toby sweater in your house? And Toby's like, I'm not supposed to talk about it. Like, I love that. Like, you're basically getting that he's completely terrified of Jenna thing, you know, yeah. like at any moment, like anything he says, like, she's just like going to like leap out of the, you know, kitchen, like knife him or something, you know? Well, so what I love is a Spencer. She literally says. I think you're being framed. <laughs> to which Toby basically responds with, like, no fucking shit, yeah, bitch. No, really. <laughs> and he's like, what makes you think that? She's like, I think I'm being framed, too. Well, how does that feel? Not good. Yeah. Yeah, Toby and Spencer bond over French phrases. Yeah, they have this great bit where uh, he says, c'est dommage, which means it's a shame. Uh, and she responds back with, c'est uh, la guerre, which uh, is such a perfect Spencer saying. Like, it means it's the war. Which is something that you would say in like, you know, Vichy France, uh, during World War II. Like, it's kind of like a refrain, like, kind of like a blame whatever on the war type of thing. It is what it is. Yeah. In Spencer's mind, she lives in like occupied France, like all the time, yeah. you know. Life during wartime for Spencer Hastings. Mm-hmm. Say like air. Um, so yeah, Spencer and Emily are, are staying together. 
but really they're just doing Emily's homework. This is a great scene. Uh, yeah. Spencer's lying on her bed, or I think it's Emily's bed. Um, it's Emily's bed, yeah. Staring at the ceiling as Emily is asking her, like, biology questions, like, about, like, you know, what are the ethical concerns about, like, genetically modified organisms? And Spencer will, she'll give her an answer, and then she'll just be like, he seems strange, not what I expected. You know, like, they're half talking about Toby and half doing Emily's homework. It's really- well, well, Spencer's saying things like, scientists playing gods. Mm-hmm. And so she's basically like she's answering all of Emily's homework questions for her while at the same time just like ruminating on how Toby isn't what she thought and like she's like intrigued and curious. And Emily's kind of like, hey, you're stealing my friend, you know? And yeah, Spencer's like, yeah. yeah, deal with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Spencer, she admits that she's basically been running all the permutations of this mystery through her brain. Mm-hmm. And that like Toby's like the part of the equation that doesn't make sense to her right now. Mm-hmm. So she's going um, to need to study further, yeah. And she, there's some kind of juicy, naughty euphemism of conjugating verbs. Yeah. Depend um, on what the verbs are. Yeah. So, from my notes, from this point on, throughout the rest of the episode, I basically just rewrote several times, like several different like lines down. You'll just see repeated, Spencer in the beret. Oh, I forgot to mention what Spencer was wearing when she went to see Toby. Um, basically, like gothic french nanny yeah um yeah like the kind of one of those like kind of weird like poncho jacket things with like you know just leggings underneath um like a man of no name thing hair up in a bun raccoon eyes like like just gothic french nanny look you know it's like she's she's coming to be the nanny but she cuts herself yeah yeah she's just like a naughty all pair Mm -hmm. yeah and then and then when she changes clothes for the swim meet She's wearing like this big purple beret. Yeah. Yeah. Which for the rest of the episode, that fucking beret. Well, is there a connection there? Is she dressed in French for a reason? You know, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like kind of like the Aria thing. Like every time they come back to Spencer, that beret is bigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a full on Lewinsky by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at this, at this one meet, Melissa's there as the dutiful field hockey coach's wife. Seemingly, like, so, like, the, the swim coach is also, like, a PE teacher. They haven't really said if Ian teaches anything else, if he's just a field hockey Yeah, I know. It's like, how much does it pay to just be a field hockey coach? I mean, he has an office. He's, like, chaperoning at dances. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But Melissa's there to try to have some kind of truce. She's gotten some buttons, you know, Go Sharks buttons. Yeah, I want to point she's, out, Melissa's, she's trying in this episode. Yeah, she's trying to figure out what's going on between Spencer and Ian because she's picked up that there's some kind of like tension there mm-hmm. um also melissa likes spicy mustard yeah spencer basically tells her like i don't trust ian he came back I, I don't i don't trust why he suddenly showed up and rested into this marriage and melissa's like no you don't get it like that was me i'm the one that proposed i'm the one that wanted to have kids like you're you're you like blaming all this stuff on ian that's like not you know it's all my motivation not his you know but spencer is basically she doesn't yeah. believe it, and she cannot let it lie. You know, like mm-hmm. when Ian comes up, does she does she try to smooth things over and be nice? No, she doesn't. <laughs> he's just like a total bitch again. Well, so first, before he comes back, because he's off getting them hot dogs, mm-hmm. Spencer says to Melissa, "I think you should ask Ian about Allison in that summer." And mm-hmm. Melissa's like, "What?" And then Spencer, and then Ian comes up with the two hot dogs. Oh, I think it's spicy mustard. And uh, like, what are you guys talking about? And Spencer's like, "Oh, we're just talking about Allison." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like oh did toby kavanaugh tell you about that and, you know and yeah 
Spencer's like a, like a like a stick of dynamite that like once you lit that fuse, mm-hmm. it's not going out. It's well, got to explode. And she just basically keeps telling Melissa like, "Don't ask me, ask your husband." You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So after the the swim meet, Spencer goes back to Toby's porch. <laughs> Toby doesn't want to work with her. Doesn't want to deal with her. Well, well before that, before that, he just on the porch. There's just uh, like a, a glass of like either hot tea or hot coffee and uh, some sunglasses, which are like, what would you call those? Like symbols, like the, I don't know, like the house, se- been there. the house seal of Jennything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on one hand, it's kind of creepy because it's like, you don't know what exists beyond those glasses. Yeah, really. And it's like, she's left her creepy otherworldly eyes on the porch. Mm-hmm. So obviously spencer and and toby can't really communicate because the the otherworldly eyes of jenna thing are there watching well, on the porch it's great because she's fucking blind but like they're yeah. more concerned about her than anyone else like you know catching on to what they're up to well it's it's throughout the whole course of the show it's been a concern of what does the jenna thing see mm-hmm. does she see through you because seemingly she does um yeah. So yeah, Spencer leaves. Uh, again, I have written down Spencer in the fucking beret. Uh, again, the quota of shitty musical montages kicks up. Spencer goes back home, and Melissa's there to try to talk to to Spencer, and she tells Spencer that Ian told her well, the no, truth about b- them. Before that, Melissa says, "Can we talk about it earlier?" And Spencer says, "No," because <laughs> that's how Spencer rolls right now. Like she, like she could have said no thanks or you know yeah. anything else so she says no spencer is like half of her is like a, a normal immature high school girl the other half of her is like a jaded old woman mm-hmm. uh, so she's trying really hard to spencer she says she talked to ian ian told her about the thing with her and spencer and she's okay with that and she just wants them all to like be cool with each other uh, and she's sorry for being mean earlier, even though she really shouldn't be apologizing, you know, because, you know, surprise, she's pregnant, you know? Yeah. And well, she, she tells Spencer this, and Spencer's just kind of like scowls. And uh, Melissa says, This is where you say congratulations. Well, no, so, so before that, though, like, Melissa's laying, like, she's getting her shots in. Mm-hmm. She's being very sweet. She's trying to act like she's trying to make the peace. She's getting her shots in, and she's just like, Spencer, I just think you really need help. Mm-hmm. And you have this problem where you're always wanting what I have. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. I've just been a little hormonal lately. And Spencer's like, why is that? <laughs> and then Melissa reveals that she's pregnant. Yeah. And then there's the, well, this is where you would just say congratulations, sis. And Spencer S- just stares at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, finally, Melissa's like, fuck this and fuck you. Like, walks off. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, Spencer's like, there's a part of her that's very polished and a part of her that's just very socially awkward. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, let me find out that Toby left Spencer a note. The note is like, uh, it says like, found this. It's like some, something you found from Jenna thing where it's like a braille. It's like a, something written in braille. Mm-hmm. Uh, which found I think, it in her room. Yeah. yeah. And he had that stuck inside the book that he gave her back. So you find mm-hmm. that Toby wasn't really just brushing her off. Which that god, that's Spencer's got to love that, you know, like yeah. any sort of spycraft games, she's all into. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we have the A tag, which is weird. A, to, weird uh, A tag. A's she's listening to uh, like French lessons, 
and pulling out like what apparently are like like clue murder weapons you know yes there's like a wrench there's a noose and then like a like a trophy i think is what that is uh, like a with a big heavy marble block on it you know yeah yeah um and then seemingly the record gets stuck on just suisse i am just suisse mm-hmm. i am well so uh, i i left off mentioning until now the title of this episode just we and me uh, i am a friend is that a uh, a subtle kind of meta message there about who A is? I sure hope so. I am a friend. Yeah, I am a friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe two A's, but R and an I in between. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like the A tag though was just like the writers, like that's just to me a sign of the writers having fun. Why don't we have A pulling out like all the weapons from Clue? Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like, it's like they're, they're, at this point in the show, I was kind of surprised remembering back on on watching it, how they're still kind of developing A as a physical person in addition to the otherworldly, like, spirit type creature. Well, we've, we got, you know, like, it wasn't A, it was just Caleb, but Caleb was wearing the hoodie, which is kind of like, you know, the A costume, only obviously it wasn't A, but we've seen A in hoodies before. Hoodies, a hoodie and black gloves seems to be like the uniform. Yeah, yeah, and and Caleb was clearly like uh, not wearing gloves when he chased mm-hmm. and Arya. I also like kind of digitally like blurred out his face so you couldn't see him in some of those shots. But he's, I, I felt like like he was very like definitely a masculine figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas the nice thing about A like shown in the past is that it's always nebulous. Yeah, it's it turns out. That uh, A could either be a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Any uh, last thoughts on this episode? Um, I liked it a lot more in last week's episode. A lot more fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love Spencer in this episode. I love the way her character develops. And I, I just like the way the show's willing to uh, put their characters in kind of bad lights. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's not like Spencer's always the hero and always, like, right. You know, like Spencer's yeah. frequently wrong and like really like socially messed up and is totally a bitch to her sister. Um, but you can still uh, like her, you know, it's like you can still appreciate the character even though uh, she can do that kind of stuff. Uh, I feel like uh, <laughs> she's better off though when she's, you know, li- like, like Troy and Belisario said, when Spencer looks her worst, I like my best. Mm-hmm. It's like she, like Spencer is so much better when she's terrible. Yeah. Uh, just a really fun episode. I really enjoyed it. Indeed. Next week uh, is the new normal, I think is the name of the episode. Yeah, it should be very intriguing. Yeah, so we'll uh, get to that next time. Mm-hmm. All right, have a good one. Bye.